Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Is it off to McCaffrey? There he goes! It's a C-Mac attack! This is Desmond Johnson on the Believe and Carolina Panthers podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available in your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. Oh boy, welcome into another edition of the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Johnson, joined by Jonathan Stewart, Skylar Callahan. Um, we're, we're just we're gonna get right into it. The, the whole Panther Nation has been talking about this since the end of the game yesterday. If you don't know, uh, the Carolina Panthers fell on the road to the uh, New York football giants yesterday afternoon in an uninspiring game, to be honest. Um, we didn't prepare anything for this episode. There was, there's no notes. There's no bullets. Usually, I give my guys a couple of heads up. Hey, let's hit this. Let's hit that, and they get you know all day to kind of prep. I intentionally sent them nothing, so I, I expected they probably knew where we were going to go <laughs> in this episode. Yeah. This is going to be a hard 30 minutes of us debating whether or not Matt Rule should be the head coach of the Carolina Panthers going forward. Um, be- before we get into all that, though, let's get in a quick word from our sponsors at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our, on, or use our promo code Believe50, that's B L E A V 50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts and where we start today is with our 0-2 Carolina Panthers who uh, decided to go up to the Meadowlands and throw out kind of a – the game didn't really have a feel to it. They lost 19-16. to 16. Uh, It was a lot of – neither they look like mirror images of each other, to be honest, the two teams. It's just that one team had more energy than the other team did. Uh, it felt like Carolina came out flat. Um, just There was a couple bright spots here and there. But overall, even yeah, if let's we, call it what it is, man. What? No sugar coating, no sandwich in this thing. It was, bad. it was a bad loss. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was a bad loss. Like, this is all the team that beat us twenty-eight to three last year at home. Like yeah. you, the same players are on this team that you would have thought they would have got up for it, but we like, didn't see that. Yeah. Um, first off, let's give some positive reinforcement here. To start this thing off, I'd positive love vibes. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Christian McCaffrey for being a dog. Yes. Shaq Thompson, dog. Mm-hmm. Luvu, Frankie Luvu. Ooh, yeah, he was a bright spot yesterday. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. Brian Burns, dog. DJ, dog. Everyone else, I need you to. We we need we need you to rally around the dogs, Panthers. It, um, it <laughs> and even we, some of those guys you just said, I can't even blame them for disappearing in the game. Like I saw Brian Burns, for example, for the the snaps he was in, 
25% of the snaps he was in, they had him dropping back in coverage. Like, what wow. are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? We need a pass rush. The uh, I just saw before we got in here today uh, that I didn't even realize, actually, until I read it. And I was like, you know what? Wow, that, that's that's actually correct. Uh, DJ Moore, DJ Moore after um, I can't find it now, but DJ Moore, it was something like he had after he had caught a couple of passes or something in the first quarter was only targeted once for like the rest of the game. Right. What is that? Like, I, I don't. I don't I understand that, what they're doing. <laughs> so to what I see is offensively, well, first of all, we can't have two fumbles out the gate. Oh. Because that results back to what our problem was last week when we played the Browns, where we had slow starts. Hold on, hold on. Before you go any further, because I was going to text you both when the first one happened, and I was like, now nah, let me just wait, because I don't want to jinx whatever's <laughs> about to happen <laughs> for the next three hours. But explain to me, what was your what did you do? When that ball popped out on that opening kickoff, like what was your immediate thought? Okay, defense. <laughs> we, need, we need you, defense. Holding to a field goal. I, and they I did exactly that. I cursed. They did exactly that. <laughs> I cursed. I, yeah. I threw something towards my TV. My, yeah. my my youngest daughter screamed from across the house. She's like, what? What is it? What's wrong? I was like, don't worry about it. Daddy's just going to be apparently yelling for you the were, next three hours. Was, was That play was the most – I would say the best way to sum up these past two plus years. Right. Yeah. I mean, would you expect anything differently? And, and right. I'm not trying to blame that on Matt Rule necessarily because I mean that I mean guys fumble, but that is just yeah. <laughs> the most expected thing that could have happened. Right. And he he was in because the uh, the kickoff return it was um uh Chuba Hubbard. Well, yeah, Andre Roberts is supposed to be in, but he's on injured reserve. So he's in there taking his spot. That happens. And then was it the first offensive drive when Robbie fumbled? Yeah. Or 22. So, yeah. for, so shout out. First of all, shout out to the Carolina Panther defense because that game could have been way really uglier. Way different, yeah. Like they should have been up 14 to nothing with the two short fields they got early and to hold them to six points. Like, Yeah, the phrase Ben don't break, they, they did that. Red zone, defense came to play um and like i said they they were they were night and night and day difference from last week when it comes to tackling like you saw guys running to the ball like you know saquon was rarely you know one-on-one with a guy you know what i'm saying and that's what you want to see in that run game um but i still think that there's there's some missing pieces you see now after you go through two weeks of football, we need another guy on the other side of Brian Burns that's going to make that pass rush. I'd be happy if they just stopped dropping him back in the pass coverage. Like, he's the only rusher we really, truly have. Why is he backing out in the pass? Right. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, there's – there's okay, let's just get to it. <laughs> let's just get to it. There's, so, there's things that are happening on this team that I don't understand. Like, they just don't make regular common football sense to me. Like they're putting players that are their best players in these weird positions. And I wanted to, I, I thought of this last night. I wanted to ask you this, Stu, as being a former player, when do you get to a point when it's just, you know, blah, blah, blah? Like when do you get to a point where you don't hear it anymore as a player? Like how do you know the locker room is still following a guy uh, as opposed to, to not? Because I thought they tuned him out last year and apparently they hadn't. Like they, they clearly still believed in the process, but. 
I mean, they've lost nine straight. It was nine or ten. I think it's nine. 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 They've lost nine straight games going back to last year. When do you get to a point as a player where you're just like, this is not working? I mean, whenever you're losing games, nine in a row, whatever that stat line is, I mean, it's hard to listen to anything that's within, you know, the scope of the building. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, um, hey, we got this. What do we got? What are, what are we doing? I, like, it goes back to what we were talking about last week, our identity, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right now, we are trying to find ourselves, but it seems like there's a lot of mistrust with game plan. Like, guys aren't fully committing to making certain plays. They're not They're not fully committing to – you can see it with, uh, with Baker, Baker Mayfield. Like, he's not fully committed to that pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's been many instances where there's been no rush, no, no extra blitzes or anything like that. And he just doesn't fully trust the pocket or he doesn't fully trust the development of the play. I don't really know what that is, but there's mistrust there and lack of confidence. And so what, what I'm really kind of getting down to is it's an execution thing, right? Mm-hmm. Throughout this game, you have guys jumping off sides. You know, false start. Um, You got guys, you know, in pivotal moments, you know, third down. Like, I I believe we were 0 for 5 in the second half, third downs. You know what I'm saying? So these are execution things that are not coming to fruition and missed opportunities. Shout out to Frankie Louvu. There was an opportunity for my man to make an interception at one point. And that that's those those are the types of plays where if you make those plays, they make up for the bad plays, such as the two fumbles in the beginning of the game, the slow start, right? We had no explosive plays besides the one really with Christian McCaffrey um that set us up to score. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give it to the best player of all. Yeah, give it to the best guy. And he's gonna have a hundred plus yards and and all, and so that department, I'm not worried about. We know if there was any question as far as what the Panthers should do and what they're capable of, it's there. We just got to trust it. We got to execute to get to that point to where we can make this our staple and our identity. I think, I think that uh, my issue with head coach Matt Rule. Because again, like I like I just told you a bit ago, Skyler's walked me off the ledge regarding Matt Rule at least four or five times in the past twelve months. Where I'm Not there, he, he brings me back, and then I'm there again because of something Matt Rule did, and he brings me back. And then we had the off season, so it kind of cooled off. And I was like, okay, maybe we'll see what happens. So two weeks in, and uh, it's the stuff he says. It almost feels like <laughs> insulting to me. <laughs> like he's like he's talking to me like I'm a small child. Like I don't understand what's going on. What I'm watching every Sunday, and I think everybody watching that's a Panther fan, when they saw that first fumble, they were just like, oh, here we go. And it right. carried like through the the whole entire game. They were never out of reach. It's not like the Giants are world beaters. They had a rookie head coach over there on the other side. And uh, again, it was they're almost a mirror image of us, except they, they're two years behind us in terms of their rebuild. So we should have been able to win this game. I want to read this quote 
that Coach Rule uh, said yesterday in the press conference. And then I want to kick it to Skyler because he just came back from Bank of America Stadium. And I want to hear whatever nonsense he said today, if it's similar to what he said yesterday. I'm willing to bet it is because he's been saying this for three years. Uh, he said, quote, I just want to make sure I say that we're close. He said, I've yet another close defeat. I believe that with all my heart, I think we're so close. We're coming down the stretch, but we haven't found a way to get it done. And that's my job to get over that last hump. It's the hardest part. I'm going to say officially right now, September 19th, 2022, Matt Rule, you are the hump. Like, I'm starting to think it's you. <laughs> you are the hump. You are the reason why they are losing these close games because it, 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 one time or two times, that could be, you know, player execution or something to that effect. But when you go, they've played 35 games under head coach Matt Rule. They are 10 and 25 in this, this stretch. Uh, they're 22 and through 67 games uh, with David Tepper being the owner, we're 22 and 45. So this whole idea that they're close, it doesn't appear so by the numbers. In fact, it feels, it feels like we're going backwards, even though uh, we've, we've, we've thought they've had great drafts and stuff to that effect. I went back and looked, they've only retained like 30% of the draft picks that they've had over the past, like, three drafts only 30 percent of those picks are still there Derek brown is about to come up for his extension i don't even know if he's going to get a fifth year like he hasn't flashed enough for me to say yeah he deserves one he's he's an average quality player but is he like a top tier defensive tackle in the league that you want to give a whole lot of money to he hasn't shown that um we're wasting jeremy chin i don't know what we're it's like it's like phil snow wants him to play linebacker and he's not a linebacker there's just there's it feels like there's too many cooks in the kitchen that Matt Rule is not exactly the head coach or he is the head coach and has delegated out responsibility to others, but not in the way you would in the NFL, if that makes any sense. And because of it, the whole team seems like they're kind of, they're kind of screwed in terms of knowing what to do. There's no identity. I don't know what they are. Like, are they a running team? Are they a passing team? Are they a defensive team? Like I can't put my finger on what they are until they figure that out. I don't think they're going to win a whole lot of games. Uh, Skyler, you just came from uh, Bank of America Stadium uh, Monday Media Day with the Panthers. Tell us what uh, <laughs> tell us what Coach Rule said today that stood out to you regarding uh, the loss from yesterday. I mean, nothing really stood out today. It was a lot of what he echoed yesterday. Um, I, I think really the problem for this team, and I kind of gathered this over the last couple of weeks. At least with this year's team, I, last year's team, there's a whole bunch of different things that went wrong. But they're not playing to their strengths. Like when you have Christian McCaffrey healthy, take advantage of that. Like we don't know what his situation is going to be like all year long. You have a really good defense. Yeah, it didn't play very well in Week One, but you can put him in good positions to succeed in Week One. You came out throwing sure. like with your, an air raid offense against yeah. defense that has. One of the two of the best pass rushers in the league, and oh yeah, you got a rookie left tackle playing his first ever game. Like against Miles Garrett, why <laughs> the game plan going into these games isn't let's play clock control, run the ball with Christian, open up the passing game that way, and rely on your defense. Because to me, and, and we saw this stat. I think Desmond or, or maybe it was Jay Stu that texted this, this picture in the group chat that we got, where Matt's like. What is it? Oh, one in seventeen or zero oh and seventeen? No, more than that. It's like zero oh and twenty-five or something. It was oh, me. That's oh twenty-five. Uh, when the opposing team scores over seventeen points, that's a yeah. problem. But the biggest thing is, as good as that defense is, 
you really shouldn't have to score as an offense more than like 21, 24. Right. The problem is the defense is getting put in so many bad situations as they were on Sunday. Twice they had to play in plus territory to start a drive. Yeah. That's not winning football. You got to play complimentary football. They haven't done that. And again, I I don't know why you're not running the ball and playing defense the way that you know you can. Like, I think if they were to go to that, and I'm sure it's probably a lot more complicated than that, or is it? I mean, I I don't know. I don't think it is. (laughs) I really don't think it. I think they they really want to. You know what? That's a hard question to answer because we don't know exactly what they want to be. They haven't really told us what they want to be. They keep switching the narrative around. Uh, that that, that offensively, it, offensively, last year Joe Brady was kind of the guy that everyone could point to and say, you know what, it's 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 his fault because he's a young coordinator, probably not ready for this job, doing some things they probably would have done in college instead of the NFL. Mm-hmm. You don't have those excuses anymore. You have a guy that's been a head coach calling plays for you now. So what's the excuse? I, I, don't, I don't know. The the graphic was uh, the Panthers under Matt Rule. Uh, they are one in twenty-four when they are when they allow seventeen plus points in a game since twenty twenty. They are nine and zero. Well, they're one in twenty-five now. They're nine and zero when they allow sixteen points or fewer. That is a high school football stat. You know what I mean? Like that's that is a high school it's, football stat. It's almost like, guaranteed I, you're going to score more than seventeen in the NFL. Like yeah, right. I mean like teams are falling out of bed scoring twenty twenty-four. You know right. twenty-eight points. Like so basically, if we can keep the other team from scoring. We'll win the game. <laughs> it's like, what are we, what are we doing? Like, it doesn't make it's any what sense. It, this is what it feels like, you know. Like, just off that stat alone, it's almost like you're expecting your team to play perfect football. No margin for error. We need to win every play. If we don't win every play, we won't win. That's not football. You're going to lose some plays. And sometimes it, it, it can be a, to your benefit. You know, if you get beat on a play, if you man coverage, hey, you just got beat like a drum. All right. Well, next time, learn from it. And they, they'll know that you got beat like a drum, but recover next time and be ready next time. Those are the types of co- coaching mechanisms in my – like – that, that I've been brought up with, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I failed, right? I fa- uh, oh, I fumbled. Well, next time, hold on to the ball a little tighter. All right, we're going to still give you the ball. You want to know what happens sometimes when you still give that guy that fumbled the ball next time? He actually breaks one. You know what I'm saying? Have those ty- that type of trust in your players to make to allow them to grow in, 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 in instances where they fail. And, and I don't really see you don't really see a lot of that. And I don't really see, you know, guys buying into, you know, the method like defensive guys, the defensive backs. You know what I'm saying? We're young. You, they're not fully committed to what is being called on defense, you know, being out of place, being, you know, you're right there. And then something just slips the crack. You're just right there. It's because you're not trusting the process. You don't really know what. You're doing. You're not really sure what's expected of you either. It seems like, and so, offensive line. Times are ticking. We need y'all to gel up. Whatever that is, we need you guys to be clicking, on all cylinders, so that way Baker Mayfield has no excuse. You know what I'm saying? Like these batted balls. We know you're. He's a shorter quarterback and all that. He knows that. 
That's why he's trying to get up out of there. He's not comfortable. So whatever the coaching method there to, to tell your star player, your quarterback, the leader of this team to, hey, have some composure. Offensive line, have some composure. Like this is a coaching thing and a player thing. Because I can tell you, everyone's going to say, Matt, Matt Rule, Matt Rule, fire Matt Rule. Okay. Is Matt Rule the reason why we fumbled twice? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's all true, but it seems like even when they when they have talent at a position, they don't know what to do with it or they're mismanaging it. Like Brady Christensen's Brady Christensen's played uh, what four positions in the past two seasons. Terrence Marshall can't even get on the field for some reason. Uh, They keep misusing Jeremy Chin. It's like Phil Snow, the defensive coordinator. I noticed he likes like little fast linebackers. Frankie Louvu, perfect example. He likes those kind of guys. The problem with that is exactly what we saw uh, the first two weeks of the season and really throughout the past year plus where the defense starts out great for three quarters. They're fine. They're shutting people down. They're they're, they're uh, stopping the run game. They're doing everything you want them to do. And then that other team strings together some six, seven, eight-minute drive in the fourth quarter, and our defense is just left out there, and they can't get off the field. And you can see them visibly gassed, like from the right. TV set. You can see how tired they are. And it'll be like a third and 15 or something, and they just can't stop it. Like, they just keeps going down, and then that team scores. They take a lead. Carolina either doesn't get the ball back or they can't do anything with it because they don't have enough time. They lose the football game. It's like the same script every single week, and we have not adjusted. That is coaching, not players. That's coaching. The coaches are supposed to be able to look at that and go, okay, this is what we did wrong last week. We got to correct that. Let's right. do this. I don't see anything like that from them. I think it's part of it it's over and over again in the press conference. <laughs> I think part of it too is look at the TOP. It seems like this has been a big problem for them yes. in the entire Matt Rule era. And it's if you look at the time of possession, there there's been a few games I know in the last year and a half that have been almost double. The the biggest reason for that is you're not you're not sustaining drives on offense. If you don't sustain drives on offense, you're not going to have the ball that long. That's right. why we're two yeah. games into this where the where the offense has been under sixty plays offensively. That's a problem. You only have 50, 50 to 55 plays a game. That doesn't yeah. give you much of an opportunity to put up 20-plus points. So the the Giants had the ball 35 minutes, 57 seconds yesterday. Panthers, 24 minutes, 3 seconds. So they had it almost 11 minutes more in the game. The Giants ran 70 oh, offensive plays. The, the Panthers only got 54. Uh, and the Panthers actually outgained the Giants. They, they oh, Wait a minute. We only gained 275 yards total? Yeah. Well, the Giants only gained 265, but that kind of describes the the game was there. Like it was it wasn't a very uh exciting game. Yeah. I've heard the Tampa Bay New Orleans game was almost borderline unwatchable because of the two teams just couldn't get anything going. Yeah, anything I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't say that about this game. It wasn't unwatchable, but there were missed opportunities from both sides. Daniel Jones had wide open receivers all day and he was just missing them like high. Like he just couldn't Get, otherwise, it would be way worse uh, than yeah. what it ended up being. Um, this circles and- back around the, the, the Matt Rule question. Like, what should happen here? Because, yes, we're two games into it, but he's had 35 games. He's 10 and ten and 25 or whatever I just read a minute ago. And usually if you have a brand-new coach, they don't figure it out you're four or five and, and start winning games. They either hit the ground running or or they don't. So what what do you do here? And I think – Stu, you were going to give the, the argument of what, why we need to keep him. I don't know if Skyler's equipped to give the argument of why we need to let him go because he's been on that side too. 
I'll, hey, we can do two on one. I'll, I'll debate <laughs> both of you. <laughs> well, this is this is this is my thing, right? Like everything you say is true from a situational football standpoint, and the players have to be prepared um, to go out there and make the plays. Players play, coaches coach. From a player's point of view, that's how my thinking is. If I go out there and I do my job, we should win. We should win football games. Part of doing your job as a player is film study. Know your opponent in and out. You know what I'm saying? So if you know your opponent in and out, you're very comfortable going into that game against your opponent. Now, know your opponent and understanding the scheme go hand in hand. The scheme piece of this is a little bit of coaching and it's up to the player as well. Like the scheme, okay, we're running the ball. This is the play that we have drawn up for, um, you know, third and third and three if we're like if it's a running situation like what are third and three films what does what does this defense do on third and three what are the, what's their tendencies you got to break down film you got to understand the scheme you got to understand the purpose of why you're running certain plays if guys aren't on that level of, of experience and growth and professionalism you're not going to be able to execute anything you're 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 gonna be out there second guessing yourself, jumping off sides, false starts. Those are moments of over anticipation because you're really not sure what's gonna happen, right? Yeah. Like you're 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 you don't trust the system, you don't trust yourself, so you're out there not focused. Just simply put, not focused on on the game plan. No one's holding you accountable either for not being focused because at some point I'm pretty sure in practice Icky has false started. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Actually, so. you know, someone, actually somebody on Twitter that, uh, that I know here, here in the industry, North Carolina, they mentioned something. If you're talking about that fourth down uh, play where they were trying to basically call them off sides. Yeah. He, he brought up something interesting that I actually think happened. He thinks that Matt rule told them to go off sides, that they never intended to snap the football and that by going off sides, they'd go back a little bit so they could punt it if they didn't go off sides. And after I thought about it, I was like, hmm, maybe. Because look at the way Icky went off sides. It wasn't like a quick like that. He went through the defensive line. Like, you know what I mean? Like like he was told. And then when, when it happened, I remember thinking, watching the screen, that Baker went over to him, tapped him on the helmet, was like, good job or whatever. And they, they ran off the field. I was like, that okay. was weird. Well, so if, that was the, if that was the case, that's called playing not to lose. Yes, and that's where and, I wanted to get it back to because that's what so, I think they've been doing this whole time. Because if you're playing not to lose, you'll get outcomes like that. You need to go for the first. If you're lined up right there and then, if wh- whatever analytics you're reading, I'm pretty sure something along the line said, just go ahead and go for it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, might as well. I mean, <laughs> might as well. There for 20 seconds trying to get them to go off sides, and they didn't. You, so right. that tells me there wasn't even a play called in terms of, Okay, what do we do if they don't jump? You know, do we still go? Because I think it was like fourth and Man, it was the distance me. was long. It was I can't remember what it was. It was like fourth and six or seven. It was something. It wasn't a short fourth down, right? That they were going for. I mean, just look at the differences right now of the Giants head coach. And that if that was that if that was the Giants situation, he's going for it. fourth. Down. He's going yeah, for it. He did it earlier in the game. 
So like, like the play, the players do feed off of that. You know what I'm saying? But my argument with this whole Matt Rule being fired thing, it's week week two, going into week three. We got the Saints coming next week, right? Or are we going to the Saints? Uh, they're here. They're yeah, they're, they're coming, coming here. here, right? That's a division opponent. So the last thing you want to do is ruffle the feathers, make these storylines something about make, making a scene. You know what I'm saying? This is an opportunity to win a game, an important game, that can possibly create some momentum, especially because it's a division opponent. And so I wouldn't ruffle any feathers if you have if 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 I'm making decisions, I got my hands in my pocket. Because Scott, otherwise, I- otherwise you're gonna be out here. Making the Panthers look really, really bad. I mean, they kind of already there. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of we're kind of at that point, Stu. Like where when they go out there, they kind of make us look bad. Uh, Listen, Scott- it's a it's a it's a long, long season. That is especially, true, especially when we just we are about to play our first division game. I just I don't I haven't seen anything that gives me hope that they're going to actually win convincingly sometime right. during the season. But real quick, because I know everybody's got like hard outs here. Yeah, what's his, the, name C, the, his his name is C Mac though. C Mac <laughs> is your help, is your hope. What's the what's the magic number? Like what where do they need to be at for this to be real? Like Matt like Matt Rule gets called into Tepper's office on a Monday morning. Like what record do you think they need to actually be at to for that to be a reality? Because they got a tough slate of games coming after the Saints game. They've got multiple games coming up. I mean, I don't know, but I know that there needs to be some kind of discussion of, you know, questioning your head coach after this game coming up. Is, it this, is this the benchmark game, the Saints game here? Uh, like, Scott, well, Skyler, what, what's the vibe you're catching when you're in the press room? Like, are, has, the, has the press turned on him too, or I mean, are they kind of wait and see? It's kind of a wait and see, but I mean, just from talking to a lot of the the, the folks in the media, it we're all kind of in the same boat where we're like, okay, clock's ticking. Like mm-hmm. results need to start happening. At year three, I think you're you're past the the excuses. You're past all the oh, we're getting there, we're getting close. No, that was the first two years, right? That's what those first two years are for. That's your buffer. Year three, it's time to start winning football games. Now, like like Stu said, it's week two. Now we're in week three. There's 15 football games left for you to make something happen. To fire a guy after two games, I, I don't care. Again, unless you went 0-16 the year before or 0-17, there's no reason to fire somebody after two games. Correct. You have no idea what could happen in week three and on. Again, like he said, you win this game, maybe it creates momentum. If you lose it, though, it could spiral out of control. That'd but be two me, home losses in the first three I'm, weeks. too. If I'm David Tepper, I'm just going to let it play out. Because what what is it going to do for me to fire him? What, how much benefit is it going to help me or the team to fire him right now? None. Yeah, there's no it's benefit. Same assistant coaches. So those those positional player or the, those guys are getting coached about positional coaches. They're still getting the same coaching. It's going to be a pretty much the same philosophy. But now you're even in a worse situation because you don't know what the identity is. You don't know what who, who's really got control of this team. So it, you know what. If you get to week seven, week eight, and again, like you, like you just said, does like this is a very tough schedule coming up. If they are zero and seven, one and six, then yeah, maybe you can pull make the decision then. But until then, just just ride it out, see what happens. There's no point in firing them right now. But like I said a million times, 
this offseason. If he doesn't win this year, he's got to go. I'll say this so we can end this episode. I feel like Ron Rivera got fired for less than, than what's happened with, with uh, Matt Rule right now. Matter of fact, Sunday I was sitting there like, damn, I miss Ron Rivera. Like if Ron Rivera had this roster, like this defense would be humming like right now. Like the offense, they would know what they are. They would they would run the ball. They control the clock. They would though. I feel like the roster would look a lot different too, though. On the defensive side, it probably would a little bit in terms of they would have spent some draft collateral on linebackers, probably for sure. Uh, they probably would have drafted Justin Fields, to be honest, instead of uh, JC uh, JC Horn. But that's all in hindsight. Um, I don't think you guys want me off the ledge. I'm still kind of feeling like I want to get a little <laughs> off of it. <laughs> so we're gonna let it simmer for a little bit. When yeah, we come just relax, man. Minute. We'll get back to this thing on Thursday. We'll have a whole different business. Yeah, we'll we'll have a whole different vibe, man. Yeah, I'm just gonna cool out for a little bit, you know, yeah. and then we'll come back Thursday. We'll preview Panthers versus Saints. Maybe I'll feel a little better about everything. Uh and we'll go from there. But uh, you know, for Jonathan Stewart, Skylar Callahan, I'm Desmond Johnson. The Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast. We didn't really come to a conclusion on whether or not we should fire Matt Rule or not, but this this debate's going to continue. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Everybody, just hold on. We'll eventually get there, one way or another. But let's hope for a Panthers win on Sunday, so we don't have to talk about this uh, anytime remotely soon. Um, so we'll we'll end it there. We'll see you guys Thursday with a new episode preview: Panthers versus Saints, Week Three. Keep in. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.